0: Good day, LOJ. This is Principal Mills, and welcome to Sailor Soundbites. All right, well, we're here with uh, one of our sixth grade science teachers. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us uh, how long you've been working at LOJ.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Mrs. Merland. I have been teaching science at LOJ, this is my second year, but I've been teaching science for 16 years total.
0: Sixteen years of science. Yeah,
1: lots of science, and what, I was a scientist before that too.
0: Okay, well, we're gonna have to talk about that. Talk, okay. Let's let's roll it back to you were a scientist. Like, tell me, like, what do you mean? Like, what what kind of scientist?
1: I was a herpetologist, so that means I studied salamanders and frogs and snakes and lizards. So I traveled all over Oregon and California and actually Ecuador and Costa Rica, and I got to. Look at and find salamanders and frogs and snakes.
0: You know, that actually explains a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've also found several here at LOJ. We um, have well, really you know, cute salamanders. I, you, you see you
0: hiking in and out of the forest and around the pond area here. Yeah. To Oh,
1: my gosh, I forgot about the frogs. We also have really cute frogs. Mm-hmm. Oh, and snakes. We also have cute snakes.
0: Is that I, I don't know if I've ever actually heard somebody refer to snakes as cute.
1: You should hang out with sixth graders. No? A lot of them say they're cute.
0: When I was a kid, I remember we used to, like, lay those, like, cardboard down mm-hmm. or, and then you'd like lift it up and then try to find the, the snakes underneath it.
1: Yeah. Those are cover boards. Scientists actually use those kids and scientists.
0: Oh, well, I guess that was a scientist. It's a, a
1: real science like technique.
0: So how long were you a scientist for?
1: Eight years.
0: Eight years. And then at some point you said, you know what? I have learned so many like cool things about all these animals that I want to go teach it.
1: Yep. I actually always wanted to be a teacher, but I wanted to get a little bit older and I wanted to go chase amphibians for a while and kind of traveled around before I settled down. So um, then after I got enough experience, I went to grad school and became a middle school science teacher. And I've been doing that for 16 years.
0: That's awesome. What what is your favorite? We'll get to the teaching part. But I mean, this is like, what's your favorite amphibian?
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, it changes based on which one I'm holding. I would say whatever amphibian I'm holding at that time, that's my favorite one. But I really do like incitinas. They're the little salamanders in our woods. They have okay. super adorable poppy outy eyes, and they're really good conversationalists well, to me.
0: I feel like that could be a whole podcast in itself. <laughs> um, where is the coolest place you've traveled to chase after these amphibians?
1: Mm, I was in the Amazon for a little bit. I went there for a couple weeks, and that was really fun. It was also a little scary because here in the Pacific Northwest, um, especially on the west side, there's nothing, no amphibians or reptiles that can hurt you here. Um, None of the snakes are going to hurt you. You have to go to the east side, like Bend, and there's some rattlesnakes. So you can like roll around in the woods here, and you'll be fine. But in Amazon, there were many, many things that could hurt you. In fact, I remember I was looking at this really cute pink glittery it was like a grasshopper so I was getting closer and closer to it with my eyes and then my guide was like don't get that close because it shoots acid out but it looks so cute
0: (laughs) they they draw you in that way they do it was really adorable (laughs) you were falling into their trap it (laughs) wasn't an
1: amphibian or reptile but also super cool
0: (laughs) all right so then you moved into middle school science and I guess what grade levels have you been doing all of them or has it been predominantly one
1: I have taught all the grade levels. So I taught at a really tiny school. For my first 11 years, I taught 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. Wow. And not just science. I taught PE and math well, and just, technology.
0: <laughs> you just had all the different hats on. Everything.
1: Um, But yeah, my, my like passion is science. So I've taught all all three grades. I really enjoy 6th grade. Um, I also like the 7th and 8th graders. So don't get mad at me, 7th and 8th graders. But 6th grade is a really fun age.
0: What is it about the 6th grade curriculum? Yeah, I mean... Obviously, I think you're talking about, like, students, too. Like, that age is cool. But, like, what about the 6th grade curriculum excites you?
1: Mm, I really, right now, we're learning about cells. And that is super fun because it's the whole basis of biology, like, why things look the way that they do. Uh, Right now, in my 6th grade class, I am making them do some really awesome skits about cell organelles. Uh, I've had some really cool puppet shows, a really amazing rap and dance about cell vacuoles that I am very excited about.
0: Are you doing the rap and dance? No.
1: Oh, the, the kids, kids do did it. it.
0: But did you show them how to do it? No. They're oh, way better say, we dancers have to than me. I have danced
1: this. and I have sang many songs to the kids <laughs> if you ask them. In fact, you might see me in the hallways if you don't get to class. I tend to invite you to do a dance-off. Uh, and I okay. have not lost yet.
0: Well, I'm gonna to have to get uh, down in the hallway and witness this next time.
1: Everybody gets afraid and they leave, but so I always win.
0: <laughs> so it works. Yeah, it's a very effective strategy. Yep. I like that. Yeah, it's one way to get kids. I also just class. have really good moves. I think. <laughs> so you've worked in how many different schools have you worked in?
1: This is my fourth middle school. So I started at a little Chinese school called Jing Goodall Environmental Middle School, and oh. it was um, in Salem. And our focus was doing research outside. So I really love taking oh, cool. kids outside. And I'm really glad here we have our own woods. We have like our outdoor laboratory and our pond. So many times if you're in my class, you get to go outside and observe and learn things around here because we have tons here. And then I taught at two different schools in Beaverton, but I was really happy to come here uh, two years ago. It's not very far from my house. I won't tell you where I live. Um, And... (laughs) I just really love this community. It's in fact, in fact, I moved my own boys over from Portland to Lake Oswego because this is such a great school district, and I really wanted awesome. them to get some of the benefits as well.
0: How old are your boys? Six. year Six.
1: Six-year-old twin boys. Wait,
0: it's twin life right here. They are at
1: Forest Hills. Good luck, everybody. That could
0: be our next podcast yeah. when we talk about raising twins.
1: <laughs> Yes, it's definitely uh, been a journey and continues to be one.
0: It's super easy. Yeah, so uh, easy.
1: Everybody should do it.
0: They just are automatically friends. Yeah, they, they, they never always, fight. Always get along. They
1: definitely <laughs> don't like destroy rooms and like, you know, <laughs> squish things or bring a bunch of stink bugs in. That's probably just my fault because I'm a science teacher.
0: Yeah, well, I'm not going to lie. What is it? They say apple and tree. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's probably a lot of that that you have to take responsibility They literally for. the
1: other day came in with 27 stink bugs. I know because they counted them. And then they release them into Okay, side playroom. note,
0: I, I read something that said that Oregon has an increase in stink bugs. Yeah. And now that I have a scientist here, why?
1: they uh, The climate is changing, so mm. they don't like cold winters. That typically kills them off, but our winters are not as cold as they used to be. Um, but also, as it gets a little bit, so they're able to survive the winter. And okay. as it gets a little bit cooler, they try and get in our house to yeah. stay warm.
0: do you, like, see them on the sides of houses, yeah. too? Or yeah, or if you
1: have twins, they just bring them into the house. <laughs> as pets (laughs) many many pets
0: (laughs) all right well you've been at LOJ for a short amount of time you know what what would you say is I guess some of the great things about LOJ and working within this school that makes you want to continue to work here
1: I would say that I really love the kids they're awesome they're um I feel like they're not as afraid to do silly things here and take academic risks um they have really interesting ideas They're caring, they're kind for the most part. You know, everybody needs some reminders. I really love the other teachers at this school. And actually, this district has been really good about providing us time to collaborate, probably better than I've ever seen in any other district. So this is probably the first time I've really felt like I had enough time to prepare for my classes, but also collaborate with my co-teachers so that we can write new things or learn new skills to help us be better teachers, um, and then uh, I just love this whole community. It's a it's a small community. Everybody knows each other. Um, it's awesome. I get to play basketball. Oh, that's with the right. Other yeah, teachers. Friday morning basketball. Yeah, so that's super fun. We play um, the teachers here at LOJ play, but also we play with the Lake Ridge or oh, that Lake Ridge yeah. cross Lake rivalry. Yeah, we do have a little rivalry. I won't ask play with who them. wins, but mm, depends. I don't answer it on how you define win.
0: Oh yes, it's <laughs> whatever our own definition of winning <laughs> yes, is. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, last question I have for you. Um, if I had a daughter per se, um, who was eight years old that keeps telling me that she wants to be a scientist, um, what would be advice that you would give to an eight year old to help her continue to reach that passion and dream?
1: I would say to get outside as much as possible, uh, make observations. Don't be afraid to ask questions, learn how to problem solve yourself. Um, Perhaps uh, look into different clubs that you can get into. There's some pretty cool STEM programs that um, yeah. um, are available. I know in, L- in uh, Lake Oswego, we have really awesome programs. Like my kids at Forest Hills get to do iLab, even in oh, elementary yeah, yeah. school. And then in middle school, we have tons of really cool science electives that she could take that to help her kind of refine and practice those skills. But mainly I would say, like, don't be afraid of... Uh, defining yourself don't let everybody don't let anybody tell you you can't do something if you really want to do it you can do it there's a lot of really cool examples like jane goodall that yeah. just completely changed the world and she did it when people told her she couldn't so
0: that is awesome advice yeah. well and maybe not just for my own daughter but for uh, any you know eight-year-old or yeah even any student that's a- anticipating or has a passion for science i think that's great advice so. yeah well mrs merland I really appreciate your time.
1: Thanks. It was really fun being here.
0: All right. And if you enjoyed that and want to listen to some more Sailor Soundbites, don't hesitate to subscribe uh, on the newsletter or you can check us out on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It's a great day to be a sailor.